Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! It's among the great mysteries in life. How do the cords get so tangled? It's like, where do all the socks go? How do you not have matching socks, even though you buy socks with a matching pair all the time? I swear, you could put the headphones or the cords in a straight line next to each other and go to sleep at night, and you'd wake up, and they'd all be intertwined. How does it happen? We got our headphones untangled. Thank goodness for us. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. It's Coulter Nuanas, Chris Redpath, in studio with you here on Nuanas Now. And uh, don't look now, but all of a sudden, we're already into the stretch run of the college basketball season. There's just four weekends left of the regular season before we get to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise. So, today here on this Wednesday show, plenty of college hoops talk. We'll get things started off with around the Big Sky and women's hoops. Krista, our lead women's basketball analyst here at ESPN Montana. Our number two, this is also fun. Uh, an old friend, someone we haven't heard from in a little while, though, but a man who received a great honor on Saturday evening, Stu Morrow, who's head coach of the Montana Grizzlies in the late 1980s up till the early 1990s, led Montana to the NCAA tournament in 1991. He was the head coach here uh, in Missoula when Travis DeCure was a player, the current head coach of the, the Montana Grizzlies. And Coach Morrow then went on to have unbelievable success, first at Colorado State and then Famously at Utah State, he won over 400 games in Logan. And last Saturday, they dedicated the court to him. This was actually very fun. It was a year to the day after Montana dedicated their court to Robin Selvig. Well, Stu Morrill and Robin Selvig go way back. They are great friends, playing against each other in the Big Sky Conference back in the day when Gonzaga was in the Big Sky Conference. And uh, then they were at Montana together. Of course, Coach Selvig, as the head coach of the Lady Grizz, Stu, a... uh, assistant under Mike Montgomery for a really long time before he took over the program himself. So great honors for both those guys uh, a year apart. So we caught with Coach Morrill to talk all things Aggies basketball, what he thinks of Danny Sprinkle, some memories with the Grizz, and of course it is Cat Grizz week here in the state of Montana. So uh, he's got some great stories, including a story when Larry Kristoviak, when he was on the bench as a Montana State recruit, he was visiting the Bobcats, he saw Derek Pope dunk. He stands up and cheers while for the Grizzlies while visiting the Cats. Great story from Coach Morrill, among many great stories. That's coming up in hour number two. And we also uh, will put a little bow on the Grizz hockey season as well. Um, we got the news last week of a new head coach, and uh, now we are uh, yeah, year three's in the books. So those, these guys will uh, rap about that down the stretch. Uh, as well. So there you go. It's your show outlook here on Nuanas Now. You want to be a part of the show, you always can. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us. 
uh, via the ESPN MT hotline. You can also text that number. That's actually probably the best way to get a hold of us. So uh, please do that anytime throughout the show if you have questions, comments, concerns, anything like that. You can always stream the show on the station website, 1029ESPN.com. And you can also always use the ESPN MT app, and you can also find us on SWX Montana Television. Krista, how you doing? I'm doing great. Another win for your Hellgate Knights uh, over the weekend. So they're just rolling right along. Amazing start so far for Hellgate. They, they really are. It's been a lot of fun. Well, thanks for the help. Uh, uh, tease for later on this week. Our um, Class AA Spotlight interview this week will be with Easton Sant. He's a stud point guard there at Hellgate. He's a junior and uh, has been certainly a catalyst for uh, Hellgate's great start. This, this kid's a great player. He really is. I mean, he blows me away with just his agility and balance and just quick first step, Coulter. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, he can get in there and really make things happen. He doesn't have a ton of size. No. But he just makes up for it with a high basketball IQ. Uh, he absolutely does. And it's, it's it's more than just like the points, right? I mean, he, he's a double-figure scorer, but it's all the things that he does, both sides, that makes Hellgate go. So he'll join us tomorrow. Uh, I'm actually going to catch up with them tonight because they got a big game tomorrow down at Dahlberg Arena. Uh, it's the battle for the Golden Goat. This has been a fun thing that to our so friends, fun. our friends at ABC Fox Montana have helped facilitate. So there's three AA high schools here in Missoula, obviously, and they all play each other twice each. But every year, a different combination of Hellgate Sentinel and Big Sky get to play each other once at Dahlberg Arena, and it turns into like a spirit squad competition as much as a basketball well, and game. that's how you win. That's right. the goat. That's how you win the goat. Yeah. It's a lot of other points, too. You know, spirit, crowd, all those types of things. It's building a legacy is the theme at Hellgate. So everyone will have those shirts on, well, including me. Oh, very cool. And, uh, I mean, if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, go on down. But you're going to have to get down there because, I mean, this thing is like jam-packed. Oh, yeah, I mean, there, sure. there'll be thousands and thousands of people at this thing down at Dahlberg Arena on Thursday night. So, it uh, should be fun. And uh, our friends at SWX Montana Television are covering it once again. And I, I'm pretty sure some of the folks at ABC Fox, uh, the sister station of SWX, will be judging the battle for the Golden Goat as well. So, you know, always a really fun time whenever uh, that hits the calendar. Uh, before we get to Big Sky Conference Hoops, this week, by the way, presented by our great friends at Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is your local hometown mortgage lender. If you're looking to buy or build a new home this year, refinance to a lower rate, or use your home's equity for an exciting new project, make sure to call Man Mortgage, a family-owned Montana company. Man Mortgage has been serving Montana's communities since 1989. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven did you get a chance to watch Caitlin Clark on Sunday? I did. I watched it. And wow, what a what a crowd. Though. What 15, a crowd. 42 sellout. It was a sellout. In sellout Nebraska. crowd. I mean, yeah. this was awesome. Nebraska draws really well for all the sports, especially the women's sports. I mean, the, the volleyball spectacle from earlier this fall was crazy. I mean, they had like 90,000 people at a volleyball game. But this was cool because, I mean, Iowa is the number two team in the, in the country. But the Big Ten is stacked. Nebraska with a great home field, home court advantage. And it was a back-and-forth game. A ton of pressure on Caitlin Clark. I felt a little bit bad for her. I mean, it's hard to feel bad for like someone that's such a star. I mean, she still exist. had 30. I mean, yeah, she, she had 32 points in this one. <laughs> it, it was just a little bit lofty for her to try to break it. She, she quote-unquote, only. She only had 26 last Thursday against Penn State, but she had 17 assists in that game. So that left her 38 short of the record. And she didn't quite get there, so now she needs six more. So she will absolutely, certainly break it in Iowa's next game to become the all-time leader in Division I women's basketball, breaking Kelsey Plum's record. But it was also fun just watching a lot of familiar faces there uh, right. at Nebraska. I mean, Jace Henderson, former Lady Grizz, is on the staff. Julian Asibi, who was an assistant at Montana State for a while, he's on the staff. Darian White is on the, the Cornhuskers. A lot of Montana ties. I took a trip down memory lane looking at Jace Henderson's. You know, she's a Billing Senior Bronc. Right. She had a, cr a crazy volleyball career. Oh, crazy. For Billing Senior. Oh, I mean, she's she's Gatorade Player of the Year. Yes. Two years. 2012-2013. Back-to-back state champs which is, I, that's that's so impressive. And then comes to Montana, obviously, to play volleyball, switches over to basketball, and ended up as a senior, second-team all-conference. She shot a league-best 56% from the floor. I mean, Jace has just done incredible things, so it's really neat to see her have success at Nebraska. Yeah, absolutely. One of our favorites, uh, one, of, one of the most uh, genuine and good-hearted, nice gals you'll ever meet anywhere. And I'm, I'm glad she's... Uh, have a great success after spreading her wings and leaving the state of Montana. The other thing I didn't really quite realize about this Caitlin Clark story 
Not only does she have 3,400-plus career points, about to be the all-time leading scorer, she got her 1,000th assist in this game. She's leading the country in assists while also averaging 33 points per game. I mean, she is a, a complete basketball player. So a pretty nice supporting cast is what no I would doubt, also right? say. I mean, to put 1,000 assists in perspective, Brooklyn Lorenzen is the all-time leader in assists in Lady Grizz history by a long shot. She's got like 125 more assists than Mandy Morales. She's still 300 short of 1,000. That's I mean, that puts into perspective how much 1,000 is. For those wondering, like a 1,000-point scorer is a great career in college hoops. 500 assists, that's epic. Like, you're probably within the realm of your school's all-time record with 500. So to have a 1,000 assists, uh, unbelievable. And uh, we'll see when Caitlin Clark comes back around. But uh, certainly one of the best stories in college basketball, and she's doing a great job handling the spotlight as of right now. The other thing we got to talk about, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, how, how, take was, a deep breath. how was it at your house on Sunday? Where Was everybody upset? It, it was bleak. I, I mean, bet. we shut off the TV. I didn't watch one post game interview. Uh, um, it was really hard. I mean, to blow a 10 point lead, which is the same thing we did in 2020. It's the exact same thing it's they did. It's exactly what the Eagles did last year against Kansas City. I know. So, you know, you got to give them credit back to back. That's their third Super Bowl championship in five years. I mean, you love to hate them, but. You just can't put Mahomes in that situation. I mean, I have a couple takeaways from the game. Um, Ray Ray McLeod's muffed punt. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. That was huge. And then the missed extra point. The missed extra point. But other than that, emotionally, Coulter, I can't go any further. Because I, it just seems like it's just, you, you cannot well, trade field goals with a team like Kansas City. You just can't. I saw a stat earlier this morning. Over the last 30 years in the playoffs in the Super Bowl, there's been 91 games that have come down to end-of-game scenarios, Right. Right. In those, in those scenarios, Tom Brady has been in that situation 11 times. He's led game-winning drives five times. Now, after Saturday, or after Sunday, Patrick Mahomes is a perfect 7-for-7. Seven seven. He has more than all of his peers combined in that situation. I was talking about this with Marty Mornowick. As a, a basketball fan, you remember the, the, the 90s NBA well. I, I, I sometimes wonder if when you play just determines so much of your success. Like, look at all those cards right there behind you. I got cards of Carl Malone, Clyde Drexler, Patrick Ewing. What do all Good those players. guys have in common? They were all-time great players. How many championships did they all win? None. Because Michael Jordan won all of them. And I just wonder... It's a lot harder than it looks. Absolutely. And all the talk radio guys want to scream and yell and say, oh, the Niners need to do this. They need to get rid of Brock Purdy. They need to do this. They need to do that. What if it's just the fact that they're just playing against the best guy to ever do it right now and you just can't beat him? It's just too much time on the clock. I yeah, knew it. Right, I knew it sure. as it was almost like you see a car crash happening. I could see that as, you know, you look at the clock and the amount of time. I mean, we have some big questions to fill. We're all over salary cap. I don't understand how that all works for this next year, yeah. but I'm going to have to figure that out. Obviously, we have another year of Brock Purdy on the, the rookie yep. contract, but, Brian, you know, Ayuk, he's on his last year yep. of the rookie and contract. And he, he had a great year. He did, and I, I want to keep him so bad, but I just don't know. I mean, we're really going to have to take a look at our defense and our offensive line. I mean, we just have some really expensive players. So, but anyway, I am switching over to the Celtics now. So now we need <laughs> to go. talk Boston Celtics. Well, They're 42 and 12. They're yeah. first in the Eastern Conference. Like, I got to put the NFL so, to bed. Tawana's now ESPN Ray. It's around the big sky and women's hoops. The Crystal Red Path talking our way around the wide world of sports here for a minute before we get into some big sky conference action. Um, the best part about the Celtics, the Celtics have this similar cores they've had the last couple years, but the addition and the resurgence of Christos Porzingis is pretty oh. cool because, I mean, so often when you have these big guys, when they get hurt, it's just like a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Whether it takes forever or it's immediate, it's just if you get a lower body injury when you're 7'4", it's just so hard to come back from. He looks unbelievable. I watched that whole game on Sunday, I guess it was, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. And he looked awesome. I know, but we're 55 games in or something. We have quite a few left till we get to playoffs. So, yeah, but so far, so good. I mean, you just, you look at our guard tandem, and it's just hard to beat, too. You have that combination with Tatum and Brown and Derek White, who I really like a lot. Derek White's a great player Um, uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, you got got some good stuff going. I mean, I know it's tough to lose the Super Bowl as a 49ers fan, but... I'm switching coasts. I mean... (laughs) If your teams are are perennially contenders, I mean, your team could be like mine, the Vikings, who are just sitting at home with six wins to their credit. Or my brother's Bears. He's a Chicago (laughs) Bears fan. My dad loves the Indianapolis Colts, so things could be worse. (laughs) Things could definitely uh, be worse. Um, Last note on the wide world of sports. I mentioned Stu Morrill getting the court at Utah State dedicated to him. 
Uh, very cool. Great honor for him. He's a Grizz great as, as well as, uh, of course, a, an Aggie legend. That's why I get the, the uh, court named after. Yeah. But uh, he's coming up later on in the show, and uh, he had glowing things to say about Danny Sprinkle. And how could you not? I mean, Coach Sprinks has got Utah State now at 20-4. and four. This team lost everybody. They lost the whole roster, and they're sitting there in first place in the Mountain West. It's uh, it's pretty unbelievable to watch. Well, and I was at Helena High last week, and I had to think a little bit <laughs> yep, about yep. Um, Danny and his, you know, his former alma mater, but I love that Danny posted a picture of him with his mom today on Valentine's Day, <laughs> saying his number one um, is Danette, and so I thought that was just so sweet. Everyone loves Danny. Celebrated his 100th win just a couple weeks ago. Yep. Um, he's just the pride of Montana. I'm so proud of him, and watching him have success is really neat. And he's he's on the rise, Colter. So Utah is. State better be on their heels because I don't know how they can hold on to him. Uh, no, uh, for sure. Well, that's actually been like the story of Utah State, though. Since Coach Morrow left, it has been like this coaching cradle that has kicked guys up to the top level. And uh, they always seem to keep on humming along, though. But Coach Briggs has got them playing at an even different level. Let's dive into some Big Sky Conference scores. Uh, Big Sky Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage tried, trusted, and proven. We'll go through Thursdays and Saturdays. And uh, then we'll give you some of the top storylines from around the league. Last Thursday... Weber State shot a program record 65% against Portland State. The Vikings only shot about 28% in that game, and Weber rolls them 67-46. Hold that thought, though. It's not all bleak with Portland State. Montana State, another stifling defensive effort. They beat Northern Colorado 61-40. That's now eight conference games in which the Bobcats have given up less than 60 points and three where they've given up less than 50. So they are absolutely guarded. Trisha Brinford said after that game, she said, I think this is the... The best defensive team I've ever had. And uh, the sample size is big enough now uh, where that's not hyperbole. I think that it's certainly at least in the mix in terms of defensive squads. Northern Arizona comes into Montana and uh, won a weekend for the Lumberjacks. They beat Montana 69-60. to Sophie Glancy does whatever she wants in this game. 30 points and 8 rebounds. It was basically just get it in the post, turn over your shoulder, and a little hook shot into the bottom of the net over and over and over again. That was just the beginning of a great weekend for NAU. And then Sac State, uh, they continue their winning ways with a 61-58 win over Idaho State. More on that in a minute as well. Then on Saturday, Lady Grizz got back on track, 82-73 over Northern Colorado. NAU gets the weekend sweep through Montana, which is tough no matter what, especially when both the uh, Montana schools are good like they are this year. And NAU wins in Bozeman, 71-58. Portland State, they get on the board, snap a 15-game losing streak. They win 59-53 over Idaho State. Sac State keeps on humming, and Weber State comes back down to earth. Sac State 75-44 over the Wildcats. And then Eastern Washington, their lone game of the week, a little rivalry action against Idaho. They were a little short-handed in that one, but they were still uh, able to keep up their winning ways and keep pace with NAU. Eastern gets a 62-52 win uh, over the Vandals. We're going to get into some of these uh, top storylines in the league, Krista, but uh, just your impressions of what went down last week? Well, I think it's we're getting close here, Coulter. I mean, we are. Four more weeks that we've made the turn. Um, I think when I look at it from an overall perspective, NAU has certainly been the dominant team. And, and coming up and getting the sweep, like you said, for the Montana schools, that's a really tough road trip. Um, but Eastern Washington hanging in right there. But it will be... Very fun to watch this weekend. Well, I'm on the TV call, so I'll be watching it and analyzing it. Um, But, you know, looking at Montana and Montana State just tied for third and fourth, I think that that storyline is really interesting to see those two teams and where they fit into the mix because they're really at the heels of NAU and Eastern. And as we get closer to conference kind of figuring out where everyone's going to be, seating really does matter when you start taking a look at the tournament. It definitely does. New format of the Big Sky Tournament this year as well. And it is even more favorable than it has been in years past to be one of those top seeds, especially the top two seeds. So certainly a lot to be determined in Big Sky Conference action here uh, down the stretch. Take an early break, and then we'll come back with some of the best storylines as well as some of the best statistical accomplishments so far as we're into the second half of the Big Sky Conference slate. This week presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, tried, trusted, and proven. More. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops on Nuan is now right after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. 
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, we handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's new on is now. 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Well, we're letting Krista DJ again. Oh, I could have been singing that one. I was the other night. She's got a great singing voice. Uh, the craziest part about that song is Usher wrote that when he was like 16 years old. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. His talent is prodigious, but that's a pretty deep uh, romantic uh, yes, song. <laughs> like imagine your son and his friends writing a no, song. Yeah, no. right. But that was right in my era. Like no, the totally. late 90s, was yeah. Usher was in his prime and Usher got married. Culture right, right after, after the, the Super Bowl. Yeah, halftime show, take your shirt off in front of 125 million people, go get married. By an Elvis Presley impersonator. It's just Vegas. <laughs> It just fits. All right, we've been dwelling on Usher a lot lately. I promise the Usher <laughs> kick is over. You know, it, we, we had to go all the way around the world, well, though. Well, Alicia Keys was, a, I mean, lover, yep. ludicrous. I mean, it's it was it was fun. <laughs> Will I am, Little when, John. When I see, I saw a funny tweet. Somebody said, if you were over the moon thrilled about the halftime show, you need to stretch before you exercise. Well, I will say this. My kids are like, who are these people? <laughs> I know. So I'm just singing every word, and I they're know. like, Mom, I don't even I know. know what you're know. My, singing my right now. My nephew is like, who are these people? Yes, I was exactly. like, well, it's like what you think of, like, Travis Scott. This is that. Yeah, or Post from, Malone. They knew right, Post Malone. Right, right. I said, that's what this is from 20 years ago yes. and then they then they started getting it around the big sky women's hoops here on nuana is now chris redpath in studio with me colter nuana appreciate you for tuning in here uh, on this wednesday we're closing in on it less than a month away from the big sky tournament in boise idaho and the big sky conference together with vertical rays is bringing you once again the big sky and boise giveaway contest you can call us text us tweet at us any and all of the above to enter for two free tickets to the entire Big Sky Conference Women's Basketball Tournament, plus two nights in a hotel. The tournament runs March 9th through the 13th. Enter as many times as you'd like, and we'll draw a lucky winner here two weeks from today. On my birthday, Colter. Uh, on my brother's birthday, too. Oh, I'll, I'll we always, share a birthday? I'll always, and I? Yeah, That's right. I'll always remember that because you guys share a birthday. So and Lisa I'll, Tinkle shares a birthday with us. So it's kn- just crazy. I actually knew that because growing up, uh, my brother is the same grade as Jocelyn, so I remember they. we always thought that was fun that uh, Lisa Tinkle and my brother had the same birthday, and Chris Redpath as well. So text us, 406-888-1029, or you can hit us up on Twitter, at Chris Redpath, at Skyline Sports MT, at 1029 ESPN. You can also find us on Facebook. Any of all the ways you can get a hold of us, just message us, Big Sky in Boise, and that will get you entered in. It's probably presented by our good friends at Vertical Rays. Vertical Rays hosting a coaching clinic over in Post Falls on March 2nd. A whole bunch of great um, opportunities for coaches from the high school and college level. There'll be more than 20 coaches there. Jason Eck, University of Idaho, is a keynote speaker there. Dennis Erickson, who's a college football Hall of Famer, will also be uh, a headlining guest, as will Rob Akey, who is a former Idaho head coach, now the defensive coordinator at Central Michigan. A whole bunch of other Coaches with Big Sky Conference ties, Justin Udy from Montana State, uh, Coach Bapp, Nicholas John Baptiste there from MSU will also be there, a couple of Eastern coaches, Idaho coaches, so uh, great place for you to go and network and learn and all that sort of stuff. Visit verticalrays.com to find out more. My journalism professors will be mad at me. That's what you call burying the lead. We're 25 minutes into the show. We haven't even talked about the rivalry. Cacker is Grizz Cat, whatever you want to call it. It's back in Missoula on uh, Saturday, doubleheader. Girls are at 2, and uh, the gents are at 7 p.m., so uh, always a fun week when it gets to this time. You're on the call again. I am on the call, yes, with Ben Creighton. Nice. So uh, when this week rolls around, I mean, what do you think? How do you feel? 
Well, I feel it's so interesting because it it's, you know, three weeks ago, here we were over in Bozeman. Sure. The Lady Grizz firmly in second place. Yep. Montana State more like down around sixth. Sure. And then all of a sudden records are even. Right. And Montana State still stays in sixth. The Lady Grizz fall. You look at these two teams, Coulter, they've both won five out of their last seven games. Yep. So they both experienced success. And their records are very similar. So I think this is going to be a very interesting game. Obviously, the Lady Grizz highly favored down in Bozeman. And what happened down there? Benford just really came out and shut it down defensively. And so I think you're going to see a different game here in Missoula, which we always do. We always see two different games. That's so true. It's been fascinating to see. And we've been talking about this quite frequently on this show, actually. Not just around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, but also just in general on Nuanas now. It's so interesting the way that expectations color the way that you think about teams. Mm-hmm. Like right now, the Lady Grizz and Montana State, are they have the exact same conference record. It's, it's crazy. And, and when you think about the Cats, you think, wow, what a great job Trisha Benford's done with all the injuries and Lexi Deaton. And for the Lady Grizz, you're like, well, okay, they're humming along. But, and I think part of that's just because when you watch the Lady Grizz, you see how talented they are. And... So it's hard to say that they're having anything but a good season. I know they're season. 16 and 7. I mean, so they, really, you yeah. look at it, they're on their way to a 21 season. Absolutely. They've already won more games this year than they did last year. So it's mm-hmm. a good year. I, I think that, that there's just this this sort of lingering notion like we want more from the Lady Grizz just because when you watch them, when they're at their best, they're just so good. Well, against Montana State, they're up 16 to 3. Right. I mean, I think everyone thought, wow, this is this is just yeah. going to be incredible. And they shoot themselves right out of it. So I think this has been a team that we're kind of, everyone's on their heels just waiting for maybe all those pieces to come together. Yes. And that's a really interesting way to look at it, Coulter. And that makes the, the rivalry even more fun. This no, no doubt. And when it comes to Montana State, during their recent surge, they won five in a row to get uh, up into the, the upper tier of the standings. One of those wins was at Eastern Washington. So that's their signature win of the season so far. Montana, their signature win is at NAU, and that's the lone conference loss for the Lumberjacks. And I think that shows you exactly how good Montana can be because NAU has not lost a, another conference game besides that one on their home court. So um, certainly going to be a, a fun matchup, and so many different factors go into it. When you were a player, this rivalry had a different sort of tone to it just because the Lady Grizz were so so dominant in the rivalry. You were more, I mean, I didn't lose to them right. in the years I played, but you did go down to Bozeman with wanting to just get out of there with a win mm-hmm. and just, just kind of, it, you always knew that it was going to be really emotional going down to the brick and they were going to have a great crowd and we had some really tough games down there. So I do remember... Um, our bus, Coach Selvig, would literally pull the bus up to like three feet from the brick. We would go in and play, and we would get out. We were not <laughs> in Bozeman for very long. <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> I think of my teammates, too, Coulter. I mean, we just had so many memories and yeah. so many good moments together. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely emotions are heightened this week. Uh, no, no doubt about it. I think that just dealing with a lot of that stuff. Like, we're, we're playing an interview with Carmen G. Feller later on this week. I uh, caught up with her today. Uh, wonderful gal, just the nicest gal. I just love talking to her. But she was saying that's probably the biggest challenge as a player is everybody around the state's talking about it all week. You go to the gym, and there's always great crowds at both places, but it's going to be the biggest or second biggest crowd you play against in front of all year. And uh, like she said, you just have to realize, hey, it's just a basketball game. Let's just settle in and just play some basketball. So um Mitigating the outside distractions sometimes uh, is the biggest challenge, but I think this this matchup in particular Saturday, accentuated by the fact that not only is it the rivalry, uh, not only did Montana State sort of unexpectedly steal the first one uh, in this season series, but it's a battle for outright third place and uh, a lot on the line in the conference standings. For sure. And I do think that, like I said, we're getting closer to Boise, it's, and there is going to be more on the line. And you're seeing separation with NAU. I mean, they've got a couple wins, and so does Eastern Washington. Yes. When you look at one loss for NAU, two losses for Eastern, and then the Montana schools with four. So now it just every weekend, every game is just critical. Right, the Big Sky Women's Hoops presented by Man Mortgage. Uh, that was my lead storyline. The rivalry returns to the Big Sky Conference, but uh, number two, Right there, number two, is NAU. And the fact that they've won eight in a row since Montana went to Flagstaff and beat them. And that eight in a row has included wins over every team in the league except Northern Colorado. Weird scheduling deal. NAU and UNC played the first conference weekend. They had, like, the sole game. Every week there's 
two teams that just play one Saturday game. That was at NAU and UNC. But NAU has beaten every other team in the league during this eight-game winning streak. So pretty pretty big statement for Lori Payne's squad. And I feel like they've really just gelled even more as of late when you look yeah. at the play of Sophie Glancy. So we know NAU is a powerhouse offensively. They all have the green light. Mm-hmm. They all do. Rodabaugh, Leah Beattie, yep. the Moran sisters. Um, it, either if it's Taylor Feldman or it's going to be Grace Beasley, all of them can shoot. But when you have a player like Sophie Glancy inside it makes everyone so much more honest when they're guarding the perimeter. And so she's just made it even, like, just very difficult to defend. And I have to hand it to Coach Payne. Sophie Glancy, 30 points against Montana and Montana State. Career high both nights. Two-foot two shots. From, I, mean, I mean, literally, the post-positioning. I mean, somehow Lori Payne just got Sophie Glancy to be right by the basket. And Binford and... Holsinger couldn't figure out how to get someone around because it, she really dominated. It's amazing because Glancy was was good for the first uh, part of the year. Good. She's exploding. She, 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 was, she was averaging about 16 points per game. But then these last two weeks, she has gone from good to, I mean, arguably the best offensive player, at least the best post well, she, in the league. She's in conversation for MVP. There's she no doubt. to be. I mean, back-to-back Big Sky players of the week. I mean, she's she's shooting 57% from the field, so she's getting to her spots all day long. And she's also, I mean, she added 15 rebounds, four steals, and two blocks in the last game, so she's all over the court. But what I, what I see is NAU has consistently been the top offensive team. They're scoring well, close to 79 points a game, but what I've seen is just more of a balance culture, that's right. and that's where there's been the difference right there. And what I've talked about all along is if you can find that balance, those will be the teams that you got to watch down the stretch. No doubt. Uh, Andrew Houghton interviewed Lori Payne after the Lady Grizz game. I thought it was an interesting conversation because, as I always say, roster construction is so important in basketball. Having a, a whole bunch of great weapons is great, but sometimes you can have too many. I honestly think that having Taylor Feldman as the point guard has opened things up because she's not a shoot-first player. She can shoot it, but she's so willing to, hey, I'm going to dish it down to the post. I'm going to get Rodabaugh going. I'm going to get Leah Beattie going. And she's she's just been distributing so well, and it's opened things up for their stars. Well, and they're also a prolific free-throw shooting team. Yes. They're the top in the big sky. They So all of them shoot really well. And that also adds another element to their game because if they get to the rim or they get up free throws, they make them. So there's just another added element that makes NAU tough. Really impressive to see NAU have their breakthrough last year and win their first conference title in more than 20 years. And then take another step forward. I mean, that's hard to do, especially when you're a program that doesn't have a lot of foundation to build upon. Well, and you lose Regan Skank. Right. I mean, who is your all-everything. I mean, uh, four-year starter, did it all. Right. Um, I mean, but you look at some players that she's developed. Kyrika Rashid is another one that comes to mind. I mean, yep. Lori Payne has ha- found some real diamonds in the rough and developed them, and she is now reaping the benefits of building a program. Well, is that ESPN Radio? SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Chris Redpath in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. It's around the big sky at women's hoops. We do this each Wednesday here uh, on Nuanas. Now, probably presented by Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. Tried, trusted, proven. Contact Man Mortgage for more info. Missoula.man with two ends, mortgage.com. Or you can call the local office, 406 542 That's 542 Or visit on Instagram at manmortgage underscore. Missoula, third storyline that's really big time in the league. How about Sac State? They are the defending champs, but it's easy to forget because they had such a tough start uh, to the Aaron Kulhoff era. They lost 18 out of their first 19, and they were 0-8 in Big Sky Conference play. They got off the schneid last weekend when they beat Portland State, but you're wondering, okay, well, those are the two defeated teams in the league. Right. Well, then they go on. They had a great weekend this last week. Now they've won three in a row. Yeah, well, they've won three of four. Okay, so three they, of four. So they lost to Idaho in the yeah, middle that, there. That's but right. They, that's they right. did beat Idaho State, which was a statement win. I don't know. No we doubt. We also talk about Idaho State. We I'm will. not sure what's yes. going on there. But Idaho State and Weber State. I mean, I had to go to Will Schilling. You know Will. Oh, yeah. He's our, he's our guy. He's listening. If you're listening to Will, uh, I watched uh, two of your calls recently. It, great job. They've been great. They've yeah, been fantastic. He knows all things Sac State. But just looking at Bente Vierstieg, she has just played impressively. You talk about her assists. Oh, man. Making her teammates better. I mean, she flirted with a triple-double against ISU. She had 13 points, seven rebounds, and nine assists. So she's playing some complete basketball. But who I'm impressed with is Summer Hansen. 
Love that name, Summer. I know, it's great. Um, you know, who doesn't love that? I mean, we all love Summer, right? Yeah. Summer. But anyway, she, 10 double-doubles this year, which leads the Big Sky. So she's a freshman playing really well. And Salape Amusen is the one senior that came back she's from that She's the one group. familiar she's face, the one right? familiar face, yep. and she had 18 points against Idaho State. So they're putting together some impressive runs, and you like to see that because you look at a new first-year coach, any of these new first-year coach, Carrie Amy, Gentile Jackson, Aaron Koloff, I mean, they're all going to have to find their way, and that's really great for him. Well, and you just wonder with a team that's so young like Sac State, once you break through, all of a sudden then you have all this confidence and maybe you can really string something together. Maybe you can be a, a dangerous team. Uh, Coach Kohlhoff said that in his post game after the Idaho State when he said, hey, we are solely focused on being our best when March rolls around and that we want to be able to make some noise in the tournament. We know we're not going to win the league given the start that we have, but we want to go make some noise in the tournament. So uh, certainly an interesting. Well, and I will say, like looking at the tournament, when you when you take a look at how the tournament is set up, um, you know, it, it, the 9 and 10 play each other. And then, you know, who, who knows what could happen? We, we watched Portland State, who was a seven seed last year, Coulter, that wins and then goes and knocks off Montana State. No doubt. So we know that anything can happen in the tournament, even if you are one of those lower seeds. Speaking of Portland State, they also got off the stand. They lost 15 in a row, so it was a big-time struggle, but they uh, had a breakthrough uh, over Idaho State. So good job uh, by Chelsea Gregg's squad. She said that in the postgame. She said, hey, we, we just we needed to get the first one <laughs> so that we could start building on it. And uh, they've been living and mostly dying by the zone this year, but the zone worked really well in this game. They, they had Idaho State flustered. Well, and I also look at the fact that Esmeralda Morales only had two points. She was so one they, of nine. So they win without her. Yeah. I mean, Fitzgerald had a, a great game. Yep. She matched her career high with four threes. I mean, she just really shot the ball nicely. But Remo Gallet um, also had a really nice game. And you just, you do, you like to see these teams. And also, like they said, get the monkey off their back, right? Yeah. And, and just get a win and start putting yourself in the right mindset to put together another run. In conference stretch. And now with Idaho State, they have lost a couple in a row. They're sitting at 6-6. Six and six. They're 1-10 and ten away from Pocatello. So uh, I know you've touched, talked to Seton Sobolewski uh, leading up to this season, and he was saying, hey, I like my team, but uh, we're expecting some growing pains. That's probably what they're going through right now. Well, they were sitting just at 6-4 and four last week. Yes. I mean, so really it's hard because the conversation really shifted with these two losses no doubt. this last weekend. No doubt. Um, you know, and they have some nice wins. I mean, they beat Montana State coming off the rivalry last time. Yes, they're going to have two. They're going to have Eastern right now at home, so that's not a real tough. I mean, that's kind of a tough bounce back. Um, they've got Eastern, and then they also have their cross state game against Idaho right. on Saturday. So we, you know, Montana, Montana State kind of overshadows the Idaho, Idaho State. But then they have to go on the road um, for a pretty tough stretch against Weber, NAU, and UNC. So it's not going to get any easier for Coach Soboleski. I did notice. There's some foul trouble with Laura Bello that might be coming into play. I love the play of Casey Spank. So I just player. think that they're just, you know, they're finding their way. And, and you know how Coach Sotoleski is. He lives for tournament time, so I'm sure they'll be ready to go. Well, that's right. They'll always be ready to go for the tournament. That's There's no doubt about that. Duazal ESPN Radio. Let's do some of my top five statistics in the Big Sky Conference and women's hoops. We're a little bit past the, the midpoint of the year. Eight games remaining on the conference slate. So we'll... Uh, We'll go in countdown style. Number five, Maggie Espen Miller McGrath of the Lady Grizz, a transfer from Iowa State, shooting the absolute lights out. Usually, when you're shooting as high a volume as she is, you're not going to be shooting 45%. Well, she's shooting just shy of 45%, 44.3%. She's 54 for 123 so far uh, from deep. And uh, that percentage ranks 16th nationally. She's been uh, a, a really good addition for Montana. And you wonder, you look at that. I mean, she was she was part of the Big 12 All-Freshman team in 2020. Yep. I mean, she advanced to the Sweet 16. I mean, she's been to places that not other players in the Big Sky yep. have been. And I do think that she's been consistent for Montana. Yeah. And that's been one avenue that they've been able to count on. And it's a very impressive shooting percentage. So a lot of times I think that there's a, a, a poor connotation when it comes to the transfer stuff. I do think that there's a variety of different ways that this can work out. It's not always, oh, I was disgruntled and I had to leave this place. Maggie Espinola-McGraw was a top 150 recruit coming out of high school. Then she got hurt, and then she got buried she on the she bench. She shoes. And, yeah, yeah, and, and, and now she's found a new kid. home. kid. Oh, I just I think she's just awesome. Tremendous person, and so it fits. I look at Kalasia Dean. Yes, you know, right. You look at Mark Campbell bringing in some yep. of those players. Um, Tillman, 
and right. Kalasia Dean, maybe they get lost in the shuffle. That's right. For these other schools, and you have these coaches that are willing to take a chance on them, and I do see that even with Espen Miller McGraw. She's been a really good addition for the Lady Grizz. No doubt. My number four uh, statistical standout, Jamie Loretta was the Big Sky Conference defensive player of the year last year, led the league in steals. Well, guess what? She's back at it again. She's got 53 steals, averaging more than two and a half per game. So, uh, you and I talked about her in the last couple of I love weeks. the way she plays. Yeah, but she's just a really great two-way player. She is. I mean, there's just not much more to say. Jamie Luetta is all over the floor. Yes. And she makes all of her teammates better. Love the Aliyah Alexander, Jamie Luetta, one-two punch. But, I mean, that's just incredible when you look at her defensive, the defensive side of the ball. And then also, offensively, she's creating a lot and making her team better. Well, I look at both of those young ladies, too. There's so many different things that go into making great players. For them, it's a mentality. Like when you watch them, I mean, there's all sorts, they have great natural gifts for sure. But I mean, Aaliyah Alexander is just steel. I mean, she is just so, so unbelievably intense all the time. And I see that in JDA Martin and Jaleesa Lawrence and Billy Knowles. So I see a whole lot of stoic, just basketball players that get after it, all versatile. Really long in length. I think it. I mean, it has to come from their coach, right? Because I mean, Jody Gleason is very much like that on the sidelines as well. Well, and I do think that she has a great combination with her husband as her associate head yeah. coach. Because Skip does a really good job. He does all the halftime interviews, and I like his perspective, just a little bit more analytical. Maybe comes in with some of the details, mm-hmm. and she's the one who overlays her plan. And I just like the way the two of them work together. Top five countdown of the statistical standout numbers at the uh, just over the midpoint of the Big Sky Conference season. Esmeralda Morales, she's shooting 92% from the free throw line. That's eight, eighth nationally. That's been a huge reason why she's leading the league in scoring. Portland State has struggled up until their breakthrough win on Saturday. Uh, so I, I think that this statistic is, is interesting twofold. One, 92% is a tremendous free throw shooting percentage, period, no matter who you are. Also, though, I find it fascinating that She's leading the league in scoring, and she's only 99th in the country in scoring. It shows you, I think, a couple different things. For a couple years there, we saw this huge priority on high-usage players, particularly from Sac State. But we also had like the, the Splash Sisters at Idaho. The leading scorers in the Big Sky were top 10 nationally because they're putting up 20, 22 points per game. Yes. Now there's a lot more balance. Like right now, there's 26 girls in the Big Sky Conference that are averaging double-figure scoring. That's a lot more than there usually is. So I think there's a lot more balance, a lot more higher priority on balance. It's really fun to watch. There's, there is some real phenomenal play. Skill sets are so high on all of these teams. And I would definitely say Esmeralda Morales is right there. I think the trick for her is just trying to you know make her teammates better and and. Great sign this last weekend when you see Fitzgerald have a good night. My number two statistic uh, is that Danny Barsh, she now has 15 double-figure rebounding games. She's averaging 10 rebounds per game, leading in the Big Sky Conference. Her nine double-doubles are in the top 40 nationally, but usually when you're you're falling short of the double-double, it's because of the scoring side of things. She could have had 16 double-doubles if she would have not scored in single digits. And this is not a knock on her. I just feel like they need to get her more involved. She should be a double-double every night. When you're already taking care of the business with the rebounding part of things, just get her a couple more buckets. They just need to keep her on the floor as much I as agree. possible. Now, Montana had a tough weekend of rebounding. They got rebounded this last weekend, yep. and that was tough for them. Um, I do think that it, what's so impressive about Danny Barch is Montana is a team that oftentimes takes a shot right off the dribble um, at the top or one initial pass and it's up. As a former player, that is really hard to rebound out of. Yes. You just have no real flow or you're just, you might be out of position. They do a lot of spreading the floor. Yes. So that even gives Danny more of credit to be able to get in there and um, really ram around on the boards and she does it well. She has a really um, a knack for the ball. Absolutely. Like if you watch her on the floor, she definitely, I mean, her sister's a, you know amazing volleyball player, her twin. Yes. Um, but there's something about Danny and her ability to really, um, she's in the action. If you look at who's in the plays, Danny is usually in the mix. And it's, it's so interesting because the great Lady Grizz, so many of their great strengths are catering to spreading the floor. Barsh's ability to step back and, and shoot the three, it, it makes them so hard to guard. She's a complete anomaly within the league because she she can step back and shoot the three and also guard the four and the five defensively. I mean, that, there's no one else. There's one player in the league that can do that. That's her. <laughs> so that's a that's a pretty good skill set. Uh, and then the other thing is that offensively, a lot of times the player that's in the post is actually Carmen G. Feller. So Barch doesn't get a lot of touches in the post. It'd be interesting to see what happens with 
when Carmen is gone next year, if they get Danny Barch more involved, because most of the time when she's in the post, it's the high post, not yeah, the block. And see, I would love to see Danny just take the ball the hole because I know she yes. has a quick first step. So that's another part that I just am trying to figure out, like how to get her more active in just putting the ball on the floor. So maybe we'll see that on Saturday, Coulter. My number one statistic at the midpoint of the Big Sky Conference season, and it's accompanied by a recent uh, winning streak, which helps. Uh, fortify it for sure. Bente Vestige, am I saying this correctly? You are. Uh, she is Sac State's per- precocious uh, sophomore point guard. And uh, first of all, she's leading the league in minutes played. She's playing 39-plus minutes per game. But it's her assists mark that is the most impressive statistic at the midpoint of, this, of the uh, season. She's got 146 assists, with which is 10th nationally. Her 6.5 assists per game, 5th nationally. She had 14, count them, 14 dimes on Saturday against Weber State. That's a program record, and uh, it's amazing to see because it's a it's a complete departure from what Sac State's had at point guard the last couple of years. They've had awesome scorers. They would give the ball up every once in a while, but it was like high-usage Russell Westbrook style, downhill. This young lady is a pure facilitator, and she's a, she's a really complete player. Boy, they really laid it on them, too, offensively. When I look at Weber State had 24 turnovers in that game, which was really tough, but that's also credit to the defense of Sac State. No doubt. But what you want to look at there is Bente just found her teammates, and Summer Hansen was, you know, had 19, and she was able to convert. But, I mean, you it's one thing to be able to pass to your teammates, but to put them in a position to actually score, that's something else. 14 assists is pretty impressive. Well, now ESPN Radio. It's around the big scan. Women's Hoops presented by Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage, your hometown lender. Try trust is improving. Contact Man Mortgage for more info. Missoula.manmortgage.com. We'll give you a look at this week's games, plus more talk about the uh, rivalry here in Missoula. That's next. Keep it right here. No on is now. ESPN Radio. Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app coming up in about 15 minutes. Our ESPN Roundtable featuring a Grizz great, one of the men that's part of Montana's prestigious men's basketball coaching tree and a man who had the court dedicated to him at Utah State over the weekend. Stu Morrill, old friend of the show, haven't heard from Coach in a little, a little while, so welcome it on to say congrats about the court dedication at Utah State as well as Danny Sprinkle's awesome job he's doing there for the Aggies. And, of course, we'll talk some uh, Bobcat Grizz hoops memories as well. So that's coming up for our ESPN Roundtable at the top of the hour. But first, got to finish up around the big sky in women's hoops with Krista Redpath. This week, probably presented by our great friends over at Man Mortgage. Man Mortgage is awesome. When I first bought my house, and, and people that have bought a house, you know that, how this goes. All of a sudden, you get all this mail from all these people, and they're they're saying, "Hey, refinance with us. We'll give you all this money." And I'm like, "I don't know what to do, but money sounds good." So I remember I called up Rob Rob Fleming from Man Mortgage specifically because I got the number from this show, and I said, "Hey, I'm not a client or anything, but I I have a question." And he talked me through the whole thing. He said, "Don't do that. You got the best interest rate ever. Just stick where you're at, and then call me if you have any more questions." And I appreciate him so much. I had never even met the guy at that point, and he gave me this awesome advice. I know you're great friends with well, Rob. Well, I am, and I actually have gotten to be friends with him. But I bought my house with using using Man Mortgage, using Rob, and then he also handled my refinance. He talked me out of trying to buy a rental this last year, and so I think he's very honest about yep. his approach, and I just appreciate that. And so you just have to have someone that'll tell it to you straight. And that's, that's, nice. Rob, yeah. that's Rob Fleming. And they don't want to take advantage of it either, which is great. That, I mean, you could be taken advantage of, and uh, they don't want to do that at Man Mortgage. So contact Man Mortgage for uh, trustworthy information, missoula.manmortgage.com, or call them 406-542-0700, or visit their Instagram page at manmortgage underscore Missoula. Here's a look at this week's games. Thursday, uh, no Montana schools in action because, of course, they have the rivalry Saturday in Missoula. But Thursday's slate looks like this. Idaho is at Weber State. Portland State is at Northern Colorado. Sac State is at NAU. And Eastern Washington is in Pocatello uh, at Idaho State. That's probably the the game of the evening. Well, we'll also take a look at like NAU. I mean, they're obviously at the very top, but they're going to meet a surging state, you know, surging Sac State team that's been on a little bit of a roll. And you wonder if confidence boosting, just meeting NAU at the right time, it's just going to be a game to pay attention to this weekend. We're just really going to have to see if the leaders of the Big Sky are able to sustain, or if any of these teams that are really experiencing some success can disrupt. 
disrupt some of the standards. No doubt. And uh, Eastern at Idaho State will be interesting just because Pocatello is a tough place to play. The Bengals have been way better at home than they have on the road so far this year. And uh, you know that Coach Sobolewski coming off of a couple embarrassing Three losses. Three losses in a row. I mean, he, he, it's you, not gonna you, work know, you know he's going to be like, all right, no matter what we got to do, even if this game needs to be 44 to 42, we're going to find a way to D up and, and win this thing. On Saturday, then you have the, the reverse of that same schedule. Eastern Washington's at Weber, Portland State's at NAU. SAC is at UNC, and Idaho is at Idaho State. But we'll settle upon finishing up around the big scad women's hoops with a couple more thoughts on this uh, this rivalry game. Montana hosting Montana State. Uh, Bobcats have a ton of momentum in this rivalry, both because of their win in Bozeman earlier this year and just overall over these last handful of years. And this is an enormous game for both sides because they're tied in the standings at, in third place. Well, and I think you look at the keys to this game, Coulter, and they really are the same as what it was in Bozeman. If you're Montana, you, you want to have that attack mindset and really come out and command your presence offensively. But I think for Montana, su- sustaining that is also something that they've got to figure out how to do for four quarters of basketball. And that's something they struggled with down in Bozeman, obviously. They need to control the glass on both ends, and they also need to... Be aware of transition defense because that's an area that they struggle in. Montana State will make you pay. They also can steal the basketball. We've seen them, you know, nine and a half steals a game is what they average. So they really get after it and they try to take it to you. And you look at the Cats, they're going to come with the same type of defensive intensity and try to disrupt and not allow the Lady Grizz to find that offensive flow. And they certainly were able to do that down in Bozeman. There's no doubt about it. To me, the key to this one is is it's incredibly simple. The Cats want to play just a full-on slugfest type of game. They want the game to be in the 50s and the 60s. If it's in the 40s, it's even better. They're going to guard you from start to finish. They're going to punch you in the face no matter what, right out the gates, and they're going to keep on throwing. For the Lady Grizz, can you rise to the occasion? Because they they started beautifully in Bozeman, and then I got away from them, and they unraveled. They have to prove that they, they they can sustain and not unravel in these big games especially when the opponent is bringing it to them physically. I think that's the entire key to this game. If Montessa is going to exert their physicality, can the Lady Grizz match it? I know, and I think back to the NCAA or the, the Big Sky Tournament when uh, the Splash Sisters went cold. Coulter, you remember, that was Portland State's no year, 2019. And that's the problem when you're such an offensive-minded team. That's you right. can go through these stretches where you're just not hitting. That's right. And it kind of becomes um, just a little bit of a domino effect. And so that's been something that Montana, when they do go cold, they all seem to go cold. Um, so I think that's also you know, credit to some of these teams and their defensive pressure. But they're going to have to really find a way to put the ball in the hole. And we know that whoever is going to score the basketball is going to is going to prevail. We'll really be into the stretch run, and we'll have the rivalry in the rearview by the time we roll around next week on the Round the Big Scad Women's Hoops. But for more Chris Redpath, before that, you can catch her uh, on Scripps Network, MTN, across the state of Montana. The women's game for the rivalry here in Missoula tips at 2, and uh, the men's game tips at 7. Best of luck. Should be a, a fun weekend. It's going to be a really fun weekend, Coulter. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops this week, presented by Man Mortgage, your hometown lender, tried, trusted, and proven. Visit man, manmortgage.com. That's M-A-N-N, mortgage.com for more information. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. How about a Grizz great who had the court at Utah State dedicated to him, plus some Grizz hockey action as well. And we got free wings. Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill Wing at Wednesday back yet again. Keep it right here. 1029 ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 